Like in Sunday afternoon, and uh, I am sitting here in the podcast studio with Mr. Ross McGarvey, joining us after uh, some absence due to life commitments. Joe Holmes is here, all the way from Seattle, Washington, well, Bainbridge Island, which is technically not Seattle because you have to cross a body of water to get there. Mr. Sean Kingry is here also. Drove out from Pueblo, Colorado. He says to ride bikes, but actually he was here for a hardcore show. We attended the Sick of It All event, which is, I can't call it a show or a concert or whatever, because that was kind of all-encompassing. Michael is here with us. He was also at that show. He probably came away with less, fewer bruises than Sean did. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible. I did get the bottom of my ankle, the skin on it removed. Somebody stepped on it, which was pretty rough, but... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, like a whole layer of skin is just completely missing. Just a complete yeah. avulsion. I didn't notice skin. until we started walking to the car, and I was like, "How? Oh, wow, that's really painful. Like, that's one of those like, I feels like there's salt in there." <laughs> and you know, the funny thing is, I had an extra ticket for the show, but Mr. Joe Holmes declined to attend, and I can't, you know, <clears throat> immediately, I, I, immediately, <laughs> yeah, and vigorously. Yeah. <laughs> And I couldn't decide if it's just because um, Stone Roses was not in the name of the band. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> Steady on there from my ailments. <laughs> and I, I said, Joe, you don't have to go in the pit. And in fact, I could get up front, but, <clears throat> well, I had an enforcer to protect me. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to uh, say, not going into the pit is like getting on a bike and not going up the canyon, Joe. <laughs> and you just don't do that. It's just, it's unnatural. Always yeah. go up the canyon. <laughs> all, all roads lead there, I've heard. <laughs> that is the rumor. Well, when you're in town, all roads lead there. Cause I, never, <clears throat> I, just, I managed to evade it today, but that's only because I had a prior commitment, but. You had to go adulting. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway. So we were going to talk. I, I can't. I can't. I can't make any kind of adult comment about that. I just. I don't have it within me. Um, I, I. I don't know what we were. We. We didn't have a topic today, but something came up, and and uh, Joe had an experience recently that. Um, resonated because of a topic that we discussed when Vance Jacobs was with us. Uh, I think that was episode eleven. Anyway, it was one of those early ones. Now that we're up to, I don't know, 1,200 or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> You've just sent people sit scouring the internet to be like, <laughs> where are the they miss them all? Well, <laughs> there are two secret ones up right now as we are recording this. Mm. Um, and there will be another secret one up. But you don't get access to it unless you threw down and got a Descent shirt. Because special access came with that, but and special. Mr. Joe Holmes demonstrated an enormous amount of commitment to finding the T-shirt. <laughs> he, cert- he certainly did. <laughs> Hashtag, you've tried too many times. <laughs> what was Come it, back tw- tomorrow. Twenty-three times, I think I saw that screenshot. So, <laughs> so if, and then if, I just had to call John Free. Fuck. <laughs> what is it? 
<laughs> fucking John Free, like, man, I'm gonna have to have words with him. Yeah, giving away the secret. That's all right. right. I helped him on the first password. So. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. excellent. How many excellent. different variations of absolute descent could there be? <laughs> See, now if you expanded your musical diversity to include Killing Joke, you would have known that that was the title of the 2010 album. Hey, hey, I have 80s on a playlist. I just want to put that up. No, you only have one playlist, and it's all from the 80s. <laughs> ah, boy, Jewel. Ah, boy. <laughs> Nobody can see the short I'm wearing, otherwise they'd understand. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, when Joe saw it and thought you'd just come from a Magnum PI viewing party, um, that should kind of explain to everyone. I took that as a compliment. Of, uh, no, totally. Honest, so. a- absolutely, because strong mustache. If I thought I've got the, uh, I've got the short, uh, you know, the chubbies shorts, oh, yeah, Michael, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. but the short khaki ones. Oh, peace. Yeah. Nice. There's, do you know about stretchy. There's stretchy. Yeah. There's swim trunks called chubbies, and they're for guys who are just slightly out of shape. <laughs> they're, the branding <laughs> I is thought it was fucking short. hilarious. I thought it was referring to yeah, yeah, or with bigger thighs. Or, or, or with, with the, bigger yes. things, yet shorter <laughs> things. <laughs> so, so we're uh, just basically talking about a brand of shorts built around girth of all sort of. Uh, all proportions. All proportions. Yeah. Not, not for medium guys. Okay. It's it's the Dove soap advertising of the board short world. It really is. <laughs> very inclusive. Oh, man. Very That's inclusive. a really stretched out <laughs> allegory. But wow, that was a yeah. something you never yeah. thought you'd hear on yeah, the podcast. I'm reaching for that, but it, it I, I stand by yeah, it. Yeah, but, but you stand by it and, yeah. Are you <laughs> reaching around for it? Or is that, is that <laughs> we were having a discussion about reaching this uh, last couple of days about you know, since training camp has been going on and I've been doing a little bit of overreaching and I wish my arms weren't as long as they were <laughs> or are <laughs> so I could not quite reach so far over. Or is it you wish I, your I can, eyesight I can make a comment or... about this supposed yes. training camp that came into town because I was invited on, I, I, it was the first ride of the training camp, right? First, yeah, yeah, first yeah, yeah, training first camp day, ride. Yeah. That, was, that, was the, that, was, that was a shakeout ride. Uh, I it, thought it was. Is that like when the circus you comes? You shook to us off. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> I was I was not aware that the Joe Holmes training camp was a solo one, <laughs> or a one day training camp for anyone who tried to go with him. <laughs> it was entertaining, uh, to say the least. It was a very beautiful day, amidst clouds and rain. I didn't notice because I was drooling over my stem, but. But but we still were able to notice the guy with the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> also pedaling up the canyon. Also pedaling up the canyon. Yeah. With a tie-dyed, tie-dyed shirt. Tie-dyed shirt. Dreadlocks. And, yep. Bike packing type of bike. Mm-hmm. And was, a huge fucking smile on his face. It like, was he glorious. Was just the gayest gay old time. Yeah. Uh, the cigarette in the mouth and then the helmet is just confusing to me. How does like, a helmet work with dreads? It sits on top. And I guess that's a padded, like it's almost like having two helmets. Like on top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. mostly protected, protecting the actual dreads, not the head. <laughs> it takes a long time to grow them. <laughs> the head is already damaged, if you couldn't tell by the bike riding and the cigarette. And I, I don't know if you noticed, but but when I went by, it was it was almost like it was just, oh, the yeah, cigarette yeah, yeah. was just dangling. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just For like, sure. yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't really pulling on it. No. But I was actually, I, I was thinking, man, okay, that guy's smart. That's tr- that's smart training right there because he's he is artificially <laughs> inducing hypoxia, <laughs> and Opening still 
<laughs> expressing effort exactly. and still exercising. Yeah, so, yeah. so he is. It's the equivalent of an altitude mask. So I urge all of you CrossFit <laughs> motherfuckers who put on one of those masks that restricts breathing, just take up smoking. And the sad thing yeah. is, he was further up the canyon than I would ever make it <laughs> <laughs> without smoking. Yeah. Now there, there's studies proving that um, a, a, a smoking. Um, I, I will say intermittently <laughs> can increase okay. VO two max. Well, it's as, a, as an effect of hormesis. I, uh, I <laughs> is that like intermittent fasting where you just smoke constantly for like eight hours and then <laughs> and then take it take it like a fourteen hour break? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I chain I I chain smoke sixteen eight sixteen hours on eight hours off. I did have some friends who would go to the Himalayas and smoking was part of their high altitude adaptation. There you go. Seemed to work pretty good for them. Validated by the highest levels of athleticism. (laughs) (laughs) Portly, British. (laughs) (laughs) Bad teeth. (laughs) Alpine climber, yeah. There Uh, there is a lot of smoking that goes on above 20,000 feet, apparently. Because in that, what was that? um, Meru, that documentary Meru. Mm -hmm. They they were smoking at like, I think 18,000 feet in their little... Bivy. In the little portal edge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like... I haven't seen that one. That's an interesting take on <laughs> lack of oxygen. <laughs> For, yeah, we're already at 20,000 feet. Let's zip the tent up and smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> no, actually, there's three of us. We only need to, one, we only need to smoke one, and then everybody will get some. But yeah, what a way to pass the time. Yeah. It's... Uh, anyway, t- steering it back to the serious, oh, so serious topic of this conversation, which, or I'm just going to launch with this and then, you know, rabbit holes... Please. Mm. Freestyle as appropriate. Like, Careful what yeah. you wish for. <laughs> I will grab your ankles. Mother. <laughs> and then be unable to do anything. I'm just like, ah, it's too heavy. I can't lift. Oh, shit. Um, so Joe came down to, uh, well, you know, he, he says it was to see these other guys. I know he secretly has a soft spot in his heart and he knows that I need to get back in shape. So he just bought a plane ticket and came down here to really help me out. But while he was here, based on um, his ability and his experience, uh, was able to have an experience that only physical capacity and experience would have granted access to. Um, No names. There were some pretty serious pro tour level cyclists i would say the hanging. most serious <laughs> <laughs> well no 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 just serious in terms of results and performance yeah, but yeah, not yeah. a serious oh yeah yeah you know, oh not in demeanor but in action yeah. serious action uh we're, we're here doing a little workup for a, a, an objective that's coming up and you know staying at altitude and hanging i mean i don't know if it's the, the you know the quality of our riding around here it's uh, but, uh something that he's done often and he really likes the riding around here. Yeah, because you can go partially because there's exceptional mountain biking and pretty darn good road riding, and especially if you have special access. And and apparently <laughs> a really cool zip line and bobsled run because I heard all about that as well. <laughs> oh, geez, well rest the alpine days. slide. Yeah, that thing's frightening. Just if anybody has not done it. I and I it, was thinking about this this morning too. It seemed like the loop that we went on. You didn't see a lot of cyclists, and I, I wonder if said individual also comes here because maybe he won't. Well, you know why that is. They're all in the canyon. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, okay, yeah, that's true. So you, we, start, we, you ride anywhere 
except the canyon, you see no one. <laughs> which which is what I found out the one day I did not go to the canyon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People ride the benches here, basically. There's tons of cyclists on the benches. So you get Wasatch, they're all over the place. But any anywhere really serious uh, like uh, when we were riding up uh, above park city i was like i think we saw four other cyclists tops yeah and it, from a distance like oh there was one over there kind of and then we passed a couple maybe it was too windy I and mean, we saw them when it, we started right yeah, oh we yeah, did yeah, see yeah, a yeah yeah actually yeah. yeah but that's about it like as soon as we turned off i don't think we saw anybody around that yeah whole loop. three miles away from a donut shop you just don't see him anymore no, <laughs> but it could have been 30 mile an hour wind. Uh, yeah, it was, nah, it was not 30, man. It's like 20, 22. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Joe, even, I mean, not to <clears throat> beat this somewhat dying horse, but you've been riding bikes for a while, right? A, l- a little bit. You've been riding for a little bit. You're, uh, you're a mature gentleman. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I, I have been getting that AARP stuff in the mail. <laughs> Excellent. I, you know, I, I, somebody asked me the other night, the guy's looking at me and, you know, saying, do you want to like move off from the side of the stage and get in the pit? And I just, I did, if I'd had my AARP card, I would have flashed it <laughs> like <Nice>. Andrew did <laughs> in the secret podcast. And if you haven't heard the secret podcast, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but, um, Anyway, so so you were afforded access to the to, to basically what amounts to at this time the highest level of cycling in the world, based on your ability and your experience, and and uh, and not just like call you up and go, hey man, uh, we heard that uh, V. Joel Holmes was in the area, and uh, would you like to come out for a ride with us? But not like that. It's just that that. That through the process and then your your you know your growth the trajectory whatever it is as a as a um a, a rider a competitor a coach and someone who's very curious about the training processes which means that you attend courses where you might be able to learn something oh <gasps> what <laughs> exactly you might want to um, associate with people who are better than you in order to raise up your own level. You know, people who might have more knowledge than you or more ability. I mean, it's just an amazing thought, but Think totally blew podcast. my mind when I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and 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 that those you know the, the your experience, the experiences you've had, the people you've met, afforded you like the ability to like go ride with. Let me just fucking drop it. The current world champion and. <laughs> Also, that ability allowed you to hang and not basically look uh, like a complete idiot. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I was going to say let down our side, but, you know. Um, <laughs> Don't embarrass us. <laughs> exactly. But this is so, so and, and for me, it, it came up today. I was having this conversation. I was actually um, with Kristen Ulmer. Uh, doing an interview about fear with her for the, uh, a documentary that's being made about her and her book, also on the topic of fear. And and part of what I realized during this this conversation was that that the experience of growing with embracing. I actually my my reference for this was, um, you know, you, you need to. Have, she was talking about having an intimate relationship with fear, and and. And then I've heard people say, fuck fear, man. I just do it anyway. And I'm like, fuck fear. You mean put on a little berry white and just get down <laughs> with fear? And like, you know, every now and then, you know, you need to have a, 
you need to have a loving relationship with fear. Every now and then, you need to slap it around a little bit and maybe choke it out. <laughs> you know? But, uh, but, but the, the 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 process of growing and having developing a pretty good relationship with fear allowed me to do a lot of the things that I, you know, that, that fear otherwise would have prevented me from doing. So my, re- you know, the relationship with with fear and and what I consider to be a pretty healthy one. I mean, I hate being scared, but. Um, I mean, but I have been plenty, and so we've gotten to know each other pretty well. But that just allowed my map to expand, because there are certain things. I mean, I still hate moving water. I'm, I'm, excuse me, I'm, I'm very afraid of moving water. Um, not something I really want to try and deal with in the future. Don't care. Rather have different experiences. Um, but uh, every time we increase our capacity to some extent, every time we don't stay in the same place, every time we don't compromise, we don't accept the norm as our, you know, the the consensus of what is normal and what you think is fucking hard work or or, uh, something like that. Every time you don't accept that and you go beyond it and you push yourself a little bit, make yourself uncomfortable, get scared, then the opportunity that you are able to have on the, backside of that coming out the other side has grown i uh i hand the mic to you mr holmes can't hear or not uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) well and even um just on the opportunity thing uh i had mentioned to you you know when i was talking about the ride um there's another uh guy on the ride who was sort of the ride guide yeah you know uh and local fixer local fixer uh who is a guy that we've known each other for 30 years like we had no idea and i won't say we don't know each other well but we were in the same club together in toledo ohio back in the late 80s and uh, so he's an equally mature gentleman yes yes a little less mature i'm doing air quotes there uh, than i am but um and and our paths have crossed here and there, but you know, I, I drove up to the condo on from one direction and this vehicle drove up in the other direction. And all of a sudden, uh, he gets out and I'm like, Todd and Joe. And, uh, you know, what are the chances? Cycling is a pretty small world. <laughs> sure which which i would but, say like there, there's a lot you're talking about here just based off of like your ability allows you access kind of deal yeah, yeah. but there's also a lot that that kind of goes understate is that um your ability to sustain relationships and have a reputation is very very important in this circumstance yes right like, like because you couldn't i mean you can be as capable as anybody you could be strong you could be good on a bike but you could also be a fucking asshole. Which I'm not entirely <laughs> unfamiliar with. <laughs> on occasion. I promise I wasn't fishing. <laughs> <laughs> but but that that to me, see, like because I mean I'm not the, the strongest, I'm not the most fit, I'm not especially when I'm talking about bicycling, especially now, but But you look so good in that picture, Michael. I know. Well only because I look twice as big as Sean. <laughs> so I say Which so it was an optical illusion. Mathematically. <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> well, I asked for the photo to be taken in perspective to give me a fair chance at looking at a cyclist, which is like I I sit back twenty feet and then move off to the side a little bit further. But 
laterally yeah. from the camera, and he would look roughly right. Sean's size. But I, he, he was he was asking me if that's what I wanted, and I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> no I, I want the permanent flex. Luke so Michael. It's, <laughs> instead, basically, I argued because you know I've been really trying to learn math again. I just said, you know, given our different weights, I basically did at least thirty three percent more mileage, right? At least, <laughs> I don't know. Just based I off, I know of, nothing about math. Just based off the wattage output that took us to go from the same place, I think. Certainly, the quality. I it was like fifty miles, so I say seventy-seven. It's about approximation. I'd anyway. load that into my training log in a heartbeat. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that aside, um, because I, I feel like for some reason I have an opportunity to be to train with people that I probably shouldn't be in the same room as, but just to witness that horsepower has taught me so much. It, it has raised the level to like sit next to it, to, you know, talk to people who have can express it at the highest level of their sport. Um, what is that? Even though I say like, I mean, you do, you know, coach a world tour writer, you're at that level already. You're exposed to it often. This is just another little sneak peek. What is that? What does that feel like after this weekend? What kind of reflection are you going to take? And like, what kind of things would be interesting to other people that you've noted from from being in that experience? Uh, I think personally, um, The networking aspect of it, the building relationship aspect of it, uh, the opportunities to uh, speak with or see how uh, the top level uh, athletes, how they train, what they do. Talking to my friend Sylvester, who uh, works for Bora as a director, um, he was my access to it, uh, to this uh, ride because he was someone that took the coaching course with me last year in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. It, it's it's just more it's more information like you get more information and then distill down from that um, and 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 then try to uh, use it with your other athletes I don't know if that's answering what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah I mean it was just it was overall it was it was a fun unique opportunity that uh, I was I'll admit I was a little apprehensive about it um going into it as far as i recall you attended a training camp in order to i, I did training camp for training, training camp, camp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i mean that's the thing too right like i knew i had this opportunity to come i didn't want to like look like a complete jackass so i prepared prepared amazing for it amazing what a what a concept i would, I would have to say i was equally is terrified to go riding with you and Sean. <laughs> given, given the separation, I feel like that's the same thing. Like We basically went through the same process. Except you didn't do a training camp. You just showed up. I just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was just showed up and suffered on in the wind. I was, was uh, going to say, that was pretty much off the couch if you had a couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't homeless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I do be and unemployed. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, but I did take it serious. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to lag behind for sure. So, I, like, I, 
you don't want to be an embarrassment, even though you don't want to like pretend that I'm at the level that Sean is or that you were at. You mean like, you I'm don't not, want to hold anyone else back or potentially get in their way? Be a liability. Like I, I well, for exactly. sure want to avoid that, but I, I want to, you know, have the conversations on the easy part and then do what I can to not make you wait at the top. Is <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess how I would explain it. Well, and that's you know a lot of my uh, anxiety, I guess, was uh, uh, taken care of when. Sylvester uh, was, he just said, yeah, Peter will wait at the top. It's no problem. Like, no problem. And uh, he's used to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. So, um, but yeah. And so where I was going with um, this guy that we've known each other for 30 years, um, another thing that kind of came out of the ride of this opportunities that I'm afforded because of I have access to be there in the first place was he, so he works for the organizing group that puts on tour Utah and tour Colorado. And they used to do tour California. And we were kind of talking about my experience as a, a director, team director and my uh, driving abilities, driving abilities. And, uh, you know, I was just in Europe for, uh, almost a month with USA Cycling again. And he was just like, yeah, what are you doing in August? Because um, we can always use drivers in the caravan, uh, to, which for, takes for, a for v- certain skill set. But, uh, not, but not necessarily for a team, but... Base, but Yeah, for like VIPs maybe, or driving the officials, or the yeah. medics, or just someone that knows their way around a car caravan. And I am was unable to do that because I'm going back to Europe for USA cycling, but it's like, okay, that's another opportunity that's there. I, that you would not have known about or had access to had you not come with ability. Exactly. Yeah. Or develop the ability, which sort of are, is, is, you know, that, that ability, that capacity is a key to unlock certain doors and the, and the, 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 the greater, the wider, the broader, the capacity, the more universal, the key. What, what is interesting to note is, you refer to ability you refer to being invited you are there's like a self-effacing part about ability there which you're like you're ignoring but it's not about the relationships i know loads of look at the room i'm sitting in (laughs) if you thought michael looked big in the picture shove me on a bike (laughs) you know you know but but the relationship is not enough the the ten, tenure doesn't necessarily equate to ability and i think that's a really important or, or thing. tenure doesn't guarantee access it, yeah either. but yeah it's it a lot of people riding bikes for a long time time doesn't determine capability necessarily yeah it doesn't no. but it was it's interesting to know that you're just like i'm just going to ignore all the ability thing because you're not i think i have seen that many times with people who are truly competent and capable and operate at a much high, the highest if not a much higher level than your average competitor it's not about them it's about the circumstances in which they've been invited into yeah so sorry that was a it, no, it just it's, it's what you're having the same conversation i'm like but we're using different terms yeah. and you know i'm gonna throw a third one in we're enabling the fuck out of joe to just keep on doing what he likes to already do <laughs> and that's not okay like i want to like, we never do that to anybody why does he get a free pass like he's the joe holmes <laughs> yes and the as far joe as joe holmes dot guru yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Sadly, I didn't. I didn't get I didn't, the. I didn't pick up on that. I just got. I just happened to have JoeHolmes.guru. <laughs> I might so, have to so, get the because people might not think you know that there's a you know people might think that the Joe Holmes is different than Joe Holmes. So how does one acquire the and that? <laughs> I believe that's a that's you a self coronation of some kind. You have to yeah. attend the Ohio State University. Yeah, <laughs> or have been on that movie job. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I think Ross. All right. He just he stepped on the gas. That's uh, <clears throat> running that bus. Right, come on. I'm hey, ready. Just. I'm just. I, I just. It, it's not my fault. It's the sharps. Oh, okay. Oh, the shirt. Are you ordering a shirt right now? You having shirts made? Maybe with a certain picture of a certain individual on a step-through bicycle. I, I, I have access <laughs> to many motor? designers. <laughs> do they, do they work the on next Sunday? Or I, out. You're just getting, getting ahead of it for me. They're Monday. always only a text away, Mark. Okay. Oh, ouch. <laughs> you have a guy? So I have multiple. <laughs> <laughs> Mark also knows multiple. Yeah. <laughs> knows them. So. Yeah, it's got to be kind of a... On uh, a grid. I, I I don't think a fuchsia V-neck is appropriate, like a lighter teal kind of color. I don't know what you would really. <laughs> oh, call like that. the other color like on my high tops. Yeah, the other color on your high. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a Miami Vice teal or whatever you would call that color. I don't know what that is exactly. Um, one of the other things that's come up this this weekend um, that that you know came out from the sick of it all show. Uh, first of all, I just got. I would just have to like do. The fucking shout out to Jimmy Gestapo Fuck from yeah. Murphy's Law because I believe the greatest frontman yeah. of all time, and he and you're right, Sean. He should go into comedy, but that it was it was absolutely remarkable what the what the way that he carried the room. I mean, that's what half a bottle of Jaeger will do to you, but um, and half a dozen beers, and, and half a dozen beers, and then uh, and a couple hints of a, a couple <laughs> joint, of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, but um, when the sick of it all came on, and just to realize that okay, those guys have been together, all four of them, right? 30, yeah. 32 years. I think they had one bass player for their first record. Okay, and then he's like, touring isn't for me. You need to get Craig ahead from. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to give you his resume Full if you history. don't know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. Um, and, but 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 the, the the fact that a they were together for that long, playing with the intensity, looking after their physical condition so they could keep playing with an intensity and performing with an intensity that is appropriate to the music, because there's nothing worse than a basically immobilized fat guy Trent singing head like a hole. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. We both hit the same fucking yeah. mark right there. Um, <laughs> who's, who's here with the snare drum? Um, I, I think I have an app for that. Somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but, but, the, but there, there, was a, there was a beautiful idea and, and their relationship with the audience and the people who have followed them for that long or people who have come, become involved with them and the discussion that was had from the stage about integrity, about loyalty, about doing what you love was you know, something I don't hear a lot at concerts. And no. um, and I can see now, after not having ever seen them before, but I can see now why how it was worth uh, a 10-hour drive to go to a show. Oh, yeah. And it's one of those bands, they don't play the States a lot anymore. Life happens, stuff like that. And when they tour, 
Yeah, they're playing in 500. Well, there weren't 500 people there. No. That place wouldn't hold 500 people. No, I think it's capped at like 250 or something. Yeah, it? I don't I don't know what the capacity is. It's a very small show. Yeah. Uh, but it was just beautifully intimate with everybody expressing a, a, a level of sort of loyalty to that band and hopefully, you know, to an ideal that um, was remarkable. So I saw them play in 98 or 99 for the first time. And they they were headlining and Good Riddance and AFI were opening for them. Mm-hmm. And I went for those two bands and that was the first time I saw them live. But their stage presence hasn't changed over 20 years. No. Uh, and, and that shocked me. Like I, I thought for sure. I was thinking the same. Like, oh, yeah, it was kind of, okay. Uh, like I really like that band. You're expecting but. the 30-year reunion tour where like oh, one yeah. dude gets wheeled out in a chair. Yeah, 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 the Eddie Money deal. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I thought like, oh, maybe this is their only gig, but it is a totally different feeling, which is um, like you remarked on, like it is one of an, like they have so much integrity for their art that they put out. Um, They believe in it so much that they're willing to sacrifice certain things or work Mm -hmm. at a certain level in order to sort of maintain that. Yeah, and then like the preparation, those guys have to be doing because... King Just of the Go- top jump. Yeah. Google <laughs> Pete Kohler. That man is the undisputed king of the tuck jump. While and playing a guitar. While playing a guitar. Jump a palooza. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. way beyond that. Yeah, yeah. Like um, multiply by five. It was insane. Bouncing it, up and down in between sets. Yeah. Like. And he is throw the ball. Somebody throw the ball. Yeah, he's like that's exactly what he, he looks like a pit bull. Like yeah, he's for sure a pit bull. Just yeah, like, he's just a little pit bull, but yet the guy he's got to be 50 plus years old and he is looks like he's carved out of fucking wood. I mean, just ripped. Yeah. And just, first of all, guitar playing wise, fucking guy. Astounding. But, but the, the main thing for me was like, okay, these guys have been expressing a certain idea and ideal, Mm -hmm. you know, and a, 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 a hardcore strict sort of idealism for a long time. And there's a physical presence that goes with that. And they've maintained the physical presence. And from the little documentary that I watched, they're, uh, they're just saying, like, we just we go to the gym so that we can keep doing what we do at the level we want to do it. Which is very, very different from a lot of other bands. So I had an interesting conversation with a friend. <clears throat> he's a musician, and, you know, he's like, it's funny, all these punk bands that I've gone and seen over the last 20 years, like, they couldn't pay, play their instruments worth a rip back then. It's like you'd hear the you'd hear the album, then you'd go to the show and you'd be like, Ugh. but there were but there was a level of physicality that was brought into it, which just like brought the energy. He's like, I've gone to see some of them now and they are amazing musicians, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know, it's like they, they learned how to play and then they had, <laughs> and, and through the process of that they forgot how to play. Exactly. And he's like, it was really it's, it's really disheartening because they've obviously They've made, they've, they've placed the value in a different, but it's only disheartening for someone who maintained their physicality across that same arc of time. And, you know, everybody else who, you know, who let it slip, they're okay with the fat guy coming out and playing, you know, you know, because they think the system or whatever. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's their normal. And so then it's okay if everybody, and, and in fact, it's reinforcing. It's like, wow, those guys that I used to idolize and they were so hardcore back when I was hardcore, they let it slip and I'd let so it slip okay. too. So same, 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 same. 
Yeah, mm. exactly. Same Z's. <laughs> Same Z's. <laughs> um, uh, and and but but then you know if if there is a group, okay, yeah, yeah, you improved your technical prowess, Steve Jones. However, dude, you let it slide, and I just can't listen to that old Pistols record anymore without the image of him in the Versace fucking sunglasses and the blazer, the double-breasted blazer that was like obviously from last year when it fit. <laughs> yeah. um, like I just don't have the same feeling from those from, from, from that anymore because my, you know, bias is towards emphasis on the, you know, the physical while ideally maintaining the creative capacity. Another friend just got back from Ireland and he went and saw the Rolling Stones. Wasn't the planned trip to go and see the Rolling okay. Stones. And he's like, Mick Jagger must be 73. Yeah. And he's like, that guy puts his 50-year junior counterparts to shame. Beautiful. Even now. Fucking beautiful. It's like, whether you are a big Stones fan or not, you see that guy on stage and he just goes from start to finish. He's like, it's frightening. He's like, I don't, it was funny. He's like, I don't know how you do that when you're 70. I was like, you don't work out. So like, so you don't know. Yeah. You don't, you, you haven't been uh, granted access to the physical knowledge by way of, you don't know the physical, how, you don't know how uh, different it makes you effort. feel. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, in conversation with Christina, she is terrified. So she has a hip replacement surgery tomorrow and she is terrified that she doesn't get back to where she was before she started the incurring pain yeah and that's like one of her she's like but what if it doesn't make a difference i'm like you've lived in pain for so long but she knows what it's like to be healthy and fit and able-bodied and it like it's terrifies her she's like how long am i not gonna be able to work out for how like what if it's not yeah not better what you know joe and i had this conversation very albeit brief before i tried to jump in for the line the other day um <laughs> about how a little bit of increased physical capacity changes your 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 attitude about everything and coming coming back from a hip replacement and you know the 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 first you know many bike ride the very first bike ride after the hip replacement was happened to be with sean yeah and we decided that um getting on a bike Four weeks out was that seems maybe. like a good idea to me. Yeah, I see. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why we did it, that? because Joe would approve. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Joe, but the Joe Holmes would approve of uh, <clears throat> jumping the gun a little bit. But um, the, 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 the only feedback I got for the first rides was negative, and it didn't make me want to go on any more rides, and it didn't make me believe in myself anymore. And there was a whole psychological process that we addressed uh, a little bit in, in, in another podcast, but because of training camp and having trained for training camp, <laughs> um, uh, there, there was a moment yesterday and like, okay, wait, I can push the pedals pretty hard here. I can actually chase. I can. In fact, I'm going to try and, I'm going to try and attack Joe. And you did and, yeah. while I was blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Joe afterwards, he was like, man, I actually had to work a little bit to I get had to back here. Work a little bit. I was like, but, <laughs> but, but that's the change from one month ago, not believing in my ability and just having the quit, don't, con don't quit conversation and coming out on the, you know, the bad end of it, the bad side of it a couple of times to all of a sudden realizing, and even today when we were out and thinking like, ah, I want to take an easy ride. But then, then apparently part of me didn't, cause I was the one who 
it wanted the easy ride and then it was not easy. And then when you guys started going, I'm like, ah, wait, I can hang with them today. I can hang, yeah. I can do this. I want to do this. I want to feel this. I know that this discomfort, this pain that I'm feeling right now is going to end and I'm not going to be dead when it does. And so I should chase it because guess what happens on the other side of that? Increased opportunity, increased capacity, in the bigger map. Yeah. Next so what's week, wrong with a little not... bit of being uncomfortable and wondering where all the oxygen went? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you also understand next week, you're not going to be the writer you were this week. Like you're, it's that fucking quick if you do it. But yeah, if you do it. Yeah. Cause well, it's not just from this week to next week. It's there, there's a little bit. There's a little bit, there was of, a little bit of training camp for training camp. <laughs> I did not know this. <laughs> secret, secret <laughs> knowledge. Two man. a days. Oh, <laughs> just, just that one day. I, so, so that's not two a days. That's two a day got, on a Friday. And then realizing like, oh man, that was a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> Biting off more than you can chew a little bit. Uh, there's, I, I think maybe that's a shocking thing to people that you know i think we know this we know when other people go through it we know how to guide them through it but when you have to reestablish it yourself it f it always feels like uh oh <laughs> even if you have friends who are willing to help yeah and you know i'm, so, I'm sorry michael I, I i couldn't hear you when you were trying to help Oh, uh -huh. oh! <laughs> I could hear Joe. Sure, yeah. it could have just been a timing thing. Sure, could have just been that all I want to do is really ride my bike. I don't want to be in that fucking gym. But, right. um, but yeah, we need like we know what it's like to guide someone else through it. We it you have to give up a little bit mm -hmm. and give in a little bit to be guided through it. Uh, yeah, that that was my hope going on a ride. Um, with you guys is is that um you would facilitate enough punishment that i would know where i was but enough positive feedback that i know where i want to go with it and that was kind of like i know exactly like i know i'm in good hands because mm -hmm. they're not going to leave me although they probably should but <laughs> but i know like i can bite off a little bit more than i'm comfortable with myself and i, yeah. I, I explained this to Laura. if you're in good hands if i'm yeah. in good hands yeah and i and i kind of knew that in in my head i go okay i don't want this to be a negative experience so i'm going to be real careful up front so i don't do something stupid that way no matter what i'm going to get to that limit just a time domain yeah. thing and then when i get there people will facilitate whatever it is to keep it going and that that was an interesting thing to experience because i've been i kind of have this equation in my head to get back to to endurance stuff it's like 80 85 percent of it needs to be by myself which means i control everything about it i quit when i need to quit I, you know, I, I go as far as I can. And then that other 15% needs to be harder than I think I should go and longer than I think I should go. And I, you have to have somebody facilitate that for you. Somebody has to be able to like prod and poke for that 15%. And, and then come I, back and get you when you, right. when you consciously and maybe even said it out loud, but I don't remember actually voicing it like, save yourselves, just leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it for sure. Yeah. Um, and that's something that you can't experience in a gym. Yeah, that, that is something that absolutely only exists in the outside world. And some, I'm sure it's with running. I've experienced it with running. I've experienced it with cycling. I've experienced it with 
a lot of different things outside of the gym. You're going to experiencing it with you're going to experience it with stand up paddleboarding <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, May, maybe further away than I think because we that this, is a terrible idea just to reiterate. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at it at the map now and reading stories probably, but we'll figure that out on day three or whatever yeah. it is when you run out of food and water and you're burnt. I'm okay. Uh, like, I think it's going to be a sunburn issue myself. Uh, yeah, I was uh, well. That yeah, the 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 care, <laughs> the skin care and the hygiene that goes into it. I think like hands. Uh, anyway, uh, th- that kind of stuff. Th- that's aside. That those are the things where I'm thinking of is like food, water, sun protection, and blisters. Did we, were we talking about this on a podcast already, or is it just in my head about? Um, this idea that there be the, the, the one of the reasons there are no shortcuts to endurance, fitness, and performance is because it's not about fitness. Uh, because the, the long efforts have like what the, <clears throat> the things that you can't learn in a short effort are the things that decide the outcome of the long effort. Well, we talked about it the other. Well, we talked about it on the ride. On the ride, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because we hit that. I don't almost the three hour mark, and it was remarkable only for the fact that. I was not breathing hard necessarily. It was just I couldn't put pressure on the pedals because the contact points were all fucked up. Like my your hands were numb, saddle, your feet were yeah. numb, your ass hurt. Yeah, all of that shit. <laughs> and, and so I was like, oh. sounds like a nice night at the bondage club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I usually pay good money for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean for the win. <laughs> I did pay good money for it as well. Yeah, yeah. Yes, funny. you did. That bike was not cheap. <laughs> 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 you didn't have to ride it. <laughs> yeah. the, but the idea, like, I just, like, shake my head because it's just, the last 20 minutes of the ride are unbelievably difficult, except it is not a fitness problem. It is 100% psychological. And that is, the okay, why do these contact points hurt? Well, it's the only signal that my brain could give me to, like, tell me to fucking stop doing what I'm doing. So the hot spots become hotter, like your shoulders ache, your wrists hurt, almost, almost everything. So your central governor is finding a different language (laughs) to speak to you rather than the normal hydration or heat accumulation or lack of fuel. Yeah. Or, you know, the the central governor is a fucking polymath. (laughs) By the way, how the fuck do wrists that big hurt? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the angle. So I was even picking up like the feedback from my, I was like, Oh man, this angle on these handlebars is completely off because I felt like I was doing like a handstand. That's how much pressure there was because the angle was off by like a degree or two, which I had noted before, but I, w- I hadn't gone long enough for it to be uncomfortable. So I haven't, I was too lazy to change my handlebar setup. But in that second hour, it became really fucking obvious. Okay, before Joe opens his mouth, I'm just going to tell him he's number one <laughs> with, my, with my middle finger. Is now, that with the added stem? Now go. Oh. Kind of like a stem that's way too short. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how long did that take you to change, Mark? Um, a lifetime. Yeah. And guess what? When I was like drilling it down City Creek today, I was like, man, my fucking bike handle's really good with this new longer <laughs> stem on it. Joe Holmes? Well, he's behind me right now <laughs> for the first time in training camp. That's right. yeah so okay publicly (sighs) joe holmes you were right (laughs) ouch you you didn't say that like with the fonzie you were (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't actually. You know, based on physical, actual physical feedback in the real fucking world, I don't have any hesitation to, you know, about saying, Joe Holmes, you were right. This one time. <laughs> I, I'm even going to qualify no. it. You know, he can just, just roll with that for bike bike fit, man. Yeah, I was he was right about the King of Wines too, but I'm not going to give him that yet. <laughs> You can take that all the way until the next training camp. <laughs> Just wait. Next training camp, hiking uphill. You should have that as a pull quote for your website on coaching. It says, Joe Holmes, you were right by Mark Dwight. Ooh. MFT? I fully, you know, Endorse that. I fully release that. I'll sign whatever you need in order to be able to use that. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Hey, man, I oh, walked oh, to the wait, Thai restaurant wait, the other day. Wait, wait hang yes, on. Yes, he did. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> That's the second pull quote. <laughs> I know it's only been like hand signals up to this up point. till now. A yeah. daily hand signal that, but now because we're recording, we need the vocalized version of that. So. Uh, the vocalized version of the I'm um, number one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you're also number two. Yeah. Well, we, have, we have photographic evidence of it. <laughs> we do. On a secret URL that you may or may not figure out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After 23 different attempts. Phone <laughs> a friend. So I had a, 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 uh, Andy Dore, who was uh, uh, in the podcast studio with uh, Michael and Brian Harder and I the other day. I don't know if this is going to get released first or after, but Andy's a... Um, he's a total stud. Um, just look up White Rim Trail in a day and see who has the fastest known time, and uh, uh, you'll you'll find him. But uh, <laughs> and I just lost the fucking plot. <laughs> <laughs> shiny thing, shiny. Yeah, I saw I saw a shiny thing. Uh, but he he was on the ride uh, with us today. He's also recovering from. Uh, so, some injury and and uh, trying to mani manipulate his psychology so to you know s you know come back like keep okay I'm I was injured and then I wasn't and now I have to do these things um, in order to to to, to, to get back to where my self image tells me I was as an mm -hmm. as an athlete uh, and. Um, still lost the plot. I'm just trying to make up time here. Okay. Joe, okay. It's well, fucking save me. Actually, for, on that note. Andy said something interesting to me today. He's like, I started writing three weeks ago. Yeah. And it was like nothing, nothing, just nothing but terrible f feedback. No, and then all of yeah. a sudden this week, he said something. It was just like flipping a switch. And all of a sudden, I don't feel shitty. Mm. Holy shit. Like, like, wow, now I can go. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he realizes he doesn't have the top end and all that other stuff. But yeah. he's like, I can ride my bike. Like. And yeah. I can ride fairly hard. And, and, and Andy's done a bunch of, you know, pretty incredible sort of athletic t things um, in, his, in his life. And when I told him, Sean, about your day yesterday, yeah, uh, he said, damn, I feel lazy. I'm like, wait, wait, whoa. Which is probably he had, why he had like a 60 mile, 6,000 foot day to day because <laughs> he realized, I, because, you know, so, uh, Sean, you... Uh, came out we did a little bike ride uh, and and then we went to a little concert a little hardcore show and you yeah. were fully in the pit and I have photographic evidence for which I am, am uh, actually quite grateful I was like I've finally seen Sean doing his his other thing yeah um, which 
And, and so after the show and four and a half hours of sleep, John decides like, oh, I'm just going to go day of register for the big Cottonwood Hill Climb race. Yeah. Uh, finished <laughs> seventh. Yeah. Said, yeah. And then rode down, rode back to the hotel, had a uh, muffin. A, a, a muffin. I thought it was a cantaloupe, half a cantaloupe. A muffin and half a cantaloupe. Wait, My wife wait, kind we of minimizes. this today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So muffin and half a cantaloupe, i.e. not a lot of calories, uh, rode up to my place and then we went out for, I don't know, what was it? Almost four hours. More climbing. So uh, I'm. you haven't added it up yet, but I added it up for you. Yeah. Because it might be another week. <laughs> because, yeah. Before you. But I think this is around, you know, for sure it's over a 10,000 vertical foot day. And over 100 miles and probably over 100 miles yeah yeah and uh and and andy said man yeah i feel lazy (laughs) and that's after like driving here for 10 hours and like the the whole thing so and and and, but you know again increased capacity increased ability higher level ability allows you to have like god damn you're in the pit yeah. And then seven hours or eight hours later, you're racing up Big Cottonwood on a bike. Yeah. And Andre the Giant abused me in the pit, I will say. <laughs> How badly? Uh, I mean. Not for sodomy, but. Like, <laughs> I was going to say not safe for work. Abuse <laughs> or. <laughs> but, well, in the game of um, the Braveheart game that's sick of all plays. Yeah. <sighs> Run at each other at top speed and give each other a hug, but don't hurt each other. Yes. Beautiful. I like that. And I picked Andre the Giant. Ooh. <laughs> or or the, the universe being. picked Andre the Giant. Well, did that, does that mean that like, he was a little bit like softer when you mm, embraced him? What Mark can oh. describe this human being? Yeah, the, the, yeah. So Andre the Giant was like when I saw him come, like we were standing out in sort of the open area, not in front of the stage. And I had an eye on the door, and I see this guy come through the door to get his ticket, and I'm like, oh, man, I am definitely not going up front. <laughs> I don't know how. I'm just like seven feet tall and like 1,200 pounds the building. shit. I don't know. <laughs> he, but, he was easily seven foot tall. He, he was a massive human d- being. It was fucking crazy. And I'm just like, God damn. Thank You know, back in the day when I used to go up, you know, before – achieving my AARP <laughs> standard or, or awarded my AARP condition, um, you know, I'd happily go up front, but see that and you're just like, I'm not really, even with the biggest, heaviest boots I have, I'm not really game for that. I just can't that. stop that. It's physics. But, but then, yeah, but then it was actually, I think the other guy was the, oh. the, the other, like, um, I, I don't know, the, eventually took a shot. I mean, obviously spends a fair amount of time getting physical. Yes. Um, but that, that guy looks like if you ran into him, the seven-foot dude, Andre the Giant guy, got a little bit soft. Yeah. But that guy, no. No, that was stone and would have been, a, you know, on the floor looking at the ceiling going, wow, what happened? Well, I have the bruises to prove it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, so I think yesterday you had a pretty good day on the bike. And, yeah. and, 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 and but also um, that experience of like, okay, I'm going out to – race by myself because i love doing that and then i'm going to go socialize and my friends want to ride to east canyon for a coke <laughs> i'm going with them <laughs> yeah maybe it's lack of self-preservation or i don't know it's... no man it's because you knew we were going to the canyon <laughs> <laughs> all roads lead <laughs> i can't even pull it off anymore yeah <laughs> but again as an I, I love watching this because you're going like you did this you did this and you're like well yeah 
well like it's it's not even a yeah again that that theme oh, of exactly of well well why wouldn't i do that this is normal this is not a big deal no it isn't a big deal and i don't want to and why it isn't a big deal is because i believed all these fucking words that these hardcore bands yelled at me and this is your life and you need to live it to the fullest and i might not like I might walk out of here and get blasted by a fucking car. And so, and I don't want to bring this down, but I'm like, I'm going to try to pack as much into this time. I've got allotted. And I'm like, yeah, I will remember being fucked up and bonky. And I will remember seeing sick of it all. I'm not going to remember. Oh, well, I, I was, I went to work that one Thursday. Yeah. I went to work that one Thursday and I was a little tired. So I skipped the bike ride and I watched, whatever the fuck people watch cobra kai <laughs> <laughs> that's only what the good people watch yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny ross because that this again came up today in my discussion about fear with Kristen, and she's asking me all the but what do you think about this and what's your relationship i'm just like it's fucking normal i mean the, like i don't i i don't consider whatever relationship that i had with fear that allowed me to you know that gave me access to the experiences that i had i don't consider that uh out of the ordinary and I'm just like why do people have such problems with well it's like when people that. say you know oh did you see so and so do this thing that that's crazy and to that person who's capable well no it's not crazy it's just kind of normal like, and by saying it's crazy you just separated yourself from an action that you might admire yeah mm. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. By, 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 yeah it'd be crazy I, if you did it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but fully YouTube worthy by and large, though, I think I think most there's a, a a higher, much higher percentage of people who fall into the benign and the bland and the safe, and it does it is a big deal. Like you're insane, like you're <laughs> well, actually well, insane. And I I just my therapist would agree with you. Yeah, I listen to your description. I'm just like my body hurts just thinking about that, like that. But but again, for me, it's it's fascinating to watch. Like w that whole like we give us we we're so into giving ourselves a high five and slapping ourselves on the back because of this thing that we've done, but if we truly have committed and we've put our heart and our soul into it or we've made we've ingrained it as part of our lifestyle, that is the not the fucking point. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're like if it if it truly if you've truly absorbed it into like who you are as a person. Well, stop t telling everyone how great you are because you've not because you're still trying to fill a hole by using words and descriptions and like look at me when it's normal then it's normal you don't talk about hey you know i got a donut before i went to the office today and carl in the office like fell off his chair and <laughs> you know it's like you don't do that because that's normal and that's benign and that's bland and i think that people who operate at a different level i don't want to say a worse level i i, I haven't ever had that conversation i mean i guess maybe i don't know carl <laughs> well everybody <laughs> needs to know carl um, <laughs> but but you know what i mean is it i think and i do think that most of the people listening to this are not of that ilk sure uh but we know them or we may have been them until we had that revelatory experience but but it just fascinates me to to hear because you're like you just take this as normal you just take this as normal this is just normal you joe know? missed a having a 20 hour week of training 
by 40 minutes, right? Fail. <laughs> yeah, and you go on your bike Which, after a hip, a hip replacement after four weeks. It's totally I, normal. I, I just, <laughs> what, you see? Did you see? I did get 40 well, hours in two weeks. We're, so we're talking. Uh, okay. But, <laughs> but still, and, and, and now we're speaking a fucking alien language. Yeah. Many, because, a, you know, 20 hour a week on it is not insignificant, although Sean has consistently done longer. Yes. But that's. You love being in that crazy head of yours. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to figure some shit out. <laughs> well, this You're trying has, to work some shit out <laughs> on a bike. <laughs> this is like a, a huge separating thing for uh, like historically for humans, because I think um, I think you can identify people that like to push these bounds. I think that's the natural instinct for like a man animal, if you were, and not just the male species, but f for like the human animal, like we wouldn't have migrated where we would in the world unless we had that inclination to push boundaries. And the things that subdued that were, were civilization historically, like the, the idea of agriculture and I'm not going on a paleo thing. So calm down. I was about to like do hashtag paleo, but, but yeah, but, but the agriculture like thing does oh, wait, play a role. Excuse me. Hmm. Hashtag ancestral, ancestral, <laughs> ancestral diet. Uh, it's just not as cool. It's primal. <laughs> um, I'm on the ancestral diet. Did, I go to Harmons and I buy everything that I might ever need to be on the ancestral diet. Yeah. <laughs> like, sweet. Well, we, that was a major shift. Like it, whether we whether we like it or not, that was a shift so that we could procreate and create more humans. But they weren't necessarily better humans. Like they're really not. Like we just supported them, and then now they're tied to this thing that they have to do. And I I look at it. As in, like people that are trying to get Guys, away from that trap. Being serious. <laughs> <laughs> Just rolls. I mean, not necessarily better, a waste of skin, but yeah. but they are nonetheless. I, but they're nonetheless, and we have like a, they might be able to till the fields in the future. So, but but that's once that's, we invent agriculture, <laughs> when the well, that's kind of where it led to was like, oh, now we can now we can legitimately use this poor quality food to support lots of poor quality people. <laughs> And now we have that's cities. Why we, like, and that's uh, why we have McDonald's. And that's why that's why we have the, like this is the construct. So therefore, like th this is a an old millennial old problem where, you know, it, it's great that we can feed more kids to then put back into the fields to make more poor quality food. But like that doesn't go anywhere except population and all these endeavors of people that are noteworthy kind of break that. They break that that habit of taking it easy. And even today it's, it's real easy to get trapped into a job that pays pretty well and spit out a few kids and then, you know, get the lease on the BMW that you've always wanted. It's really hard to shut that shit down and wake up and go do a hill climb in the morning after going out at night. After. Stop describing me, Michael. <laughs> it, it really is. That's a, that's a tough thing to do. And I know you were going to do it anyway, because even though you didn't win, you still got a trophy, right? Oh yeah, because you know I heard they did were. You, wait, wait. Did Participation you get a, is everything. <laughs> I heard they were handing out trophies on the start line. Oh yeah, you didn't even have like, to. You, you pay didn't even have the to money. get to the base of Storm Mountain. No, no, no. You guys still got to pay. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. There's a fee. People They're not free trophies. Jesus. Like <laughs> <laughs> people had to inject that plastic into molds and shit somewhere. <laughs> Spray um, paint that shit gold. <laughs> so, Michael, I got to say that sometimes I am horrified by where this podcast conversation goes. <laughs> and and most of the time I just have to shut my mouth and like fucking let it roll because that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest takeaway, 
poor quality food for poor quality people that's good <laughs> that's one to write down that, um, is. that is but but i will validate your point is you know i look at i don't always think that people know know what's going on it's very easy to get lulled into certain things yeah. you know i look back and i had this conversation less than two weeks ago i'm like last year was one of the least satisfying professional years i've ever had ever and and if you and also the one during which you made the most money i made a if you were to look at my tax return it wasn't a bad tax return yeah you know and it was i'm like i don't think it's worth it wow like i don't like i I, and i spoke to my wife about this and I, i mean this was a fairly animated discussion and (laughs) <laughs> the answer was well what are you going to do about it i was like well oh. I'm, wor- I'm working on it <laughs> we're working on that um but it but it is but i would not i didn't recognize it in the moment because it's a little bit more or it's a little bit more stress or it's a little bit more like times getting sucked up on this one thing and you you and it's my own business and i believe in the product and i believe in what we do mm-hmm. but the trade-off has been significant and i don't know if it's worth it in fact i'm going to say it wasn't worth it at this point with you know hindsight's 2020 you're just kind of like you you trick yourself into into believing it's an effort that's my all out (laughs) effort you know i just keep but but every month it ticks over another month ticks over another month ticks over and and is it really an effort or is it just like acceptance of a poor situation yeah i mean Michael, well, I, got I, I think we, we kind of touched on this when we're talking about um, the, the freedom episode, because th- this trap is that that thing. And we call these traps because they are fucking traps like this. Uh, a, a, a good paying job that zaps all your time is just as much of a trap as anything. And we don't fall for them because we're stupid. We fall for them because we're complacent in most cases. Like uh, I have a ton of friends that are making like well over a quarter of a million dollars a year and they are 100% trapped. They they cannot do what they want to do and they have the monetary advantage to do, but they're trapped into the lifestyle. They're trapped into the hours that are required and those hours, uh, the time isn't just it. It's their energy and their thinking ability is gone. Like you spend 12 hours a day at a job, you're useless by the time you get home. There's just, it's like riding a bike for 12 hours. You're not, You're going to be physically incapacitated after that on wednesday i did i was in the office just after eight o'clock i was down here you know um meet having meetings i then had a six no a seven o'clock meeting which i left at three thirty in the morning and then got up at seven to take my son to school mm. and it was just brain damage all day and you know that way i kept looking at time going why are we still talking about this but you want to talk about this and we'll keep going around it and we'll keep trying to figure out a plan for something that's not really planable at this point, you know? Someone needs to have their hand on the red button sometimes. <laughs> well, but, but whatever that nuts. means, you know, on an individual level. But the normal should be, the normal should be, you know, hey, I got to get out of here because I'm going to freak out. Like, and, and I see it like sometimes we're in an office for too long and Mark will stand up and he'll leave and he'll go, ride his bike he'll do whatever or i'll get up and i'll do something in the gym because it should be normal to break whatever the thing that we think is holding us back it should be normal to do 20 hours a week at whatever activity you love doing 
that should be normal. We shouldn't even be tracking it. It should be so normal. It should yeah, be like, bro, Netflix. I love Netflix. I twenty. I'm a solid twenty hours a week. <laughs> Netflix guy, right? Isn't that isn't that the point? That's an investment that, that will not pay off at all in the future <laughs> unless you find yourself on a trivia show. <laughs> in which case, more power to you. But I, that's why I, I try to think about this stuff as normal because it is. And I, uh, and it's it's not like. It's normal for us because we figured a way out, a way to do what we love to do. No, you figured a way out. You were right the first time. <laughs> you were right, right the first time. Yeah. yeah, hashtag right the first time. <laughs> I, I, I've got a couple notes here that I, I had written down with the Greg Walsh podcast. Um, inciting Incident, Yes, I think has... Uh, the Inciting Incident is a good concept, for yeah. sure. And, and also I'd written down... And granted, I think I may have written this down while driving somewhere really quickly across a big country in Europe while I was listening to this podcast. But it used to be a slightly different country, yeah. slightly smaller country. How to make my but life then work got unified, around it. right? That yeah, country, yeah. exactly. But how to make my life work around it? How to make um, figure a way to uh, survive? I guess. Wait, you're on the autobahn driving with your knees. With that analog fucking notebook and taking notes on podcasts? No, I would never, ever do that. You rock. <laughs> but there are no rules in the autobahn, including exactly. writing and driving. I think it's a texting and driving rule, not a yeah, writing and driving. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. I'm good with that. Look, if you It were, is a little chicken scratchy, so... If, if you were... Texting and driving is illegal, should be punishable by fucking death, especially if you kill a cyclist while you're doing that. No speed limit. Um, Writing whilst driving. There's technically a speed limit. It's just not posted. Is there? Yeah, it can be like. Is it? There, is there's in, can you there's in, if you look out of control. <laughs> speed oh, limit. Yeah, yeah. It's subjective. <laughs> <laughs> like anyway, probably going And there's a big difference it? between driving on the autobahn in I don't know an Audi R8 and what I imagine Joe was driving a panda or something. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to the panda. I don't know, man. Those pandas don't handle very well. So <laughs> hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> I just curtailed one of those around. Corsica for like a few hours and it handled beautifully. Curtailed potential misuse of the word. Careened, possibly. Careened. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say careened is the word. Yeah. I was gonna say fishtailed. Yeah. Okay, there we fish go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know why curtailed came to mind. Wait, a panda's on the I limited it. You, it's not it's front wheel drive. Uh, well, the ones that were quite popular four by four in the eighties were yeah. yeah. In the it was like the cheapest four by four you could buy in France, and they were the all time. red or white. Yeah, <laughs> it was like one or two colors. Red or white. Mm. Yeah, I had a red one. It's, nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's changed. It's a beautiful machine. <laughs> it's like I a, would probably rather have an R8, but I'll deal with the, the you, you watch your yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you watch your mind. No, what you want is a Renault Five. Oh, oh. yeah, those okay. things. Turbo. Oh, they were rapid. Yeah. Or, and or a Peugeot two hundred five. Same same yeah. kind of era. Yep. Yeah, yep. those could deal with one. Mm. Oh, two hundred five GTI. As a solid, it's like basically a French Golf, here's two, the, and here's with a two-liter engine. This is a yeah. little-known <laughs> fact about automobiles: it does not matter how well performing it is to have fun in it. No, actually, that's if true. you just push a car to its limit, no that's matter true. what that yeah, limit it's is, fun. Yeah. it is very yeah. fun. A I little terrifying, so, but fun. <laughs> what was the quote? Kia, Kia. If Kia. If, if you go and look in, in the caravan down there. <laughs> if you look at my you search history on my phone, yeah. you can get with that. <laughs> if you look in the search history on my phone from last night about my new car, 
it was <laughs> drifting in <laughs> that what that is a search on my web browser from last night nice <laughs> okay N- people are not very forthcoming at talking about it really no yeah. Yeah, so. but apparently a lot of people are searching for it. <laughs> <laughs> We're all searching for something, Mark. What yes, was that? we are. What was that? There was a Google search a while ago. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It was something like something racism in America or something. It, it was like the top Google searches were all like, how to prove that white people are better or something fucking totally <laughs> out of control. Oh, no. And it just showed like Google released the analytics for this shit to show how stupid people were in the first place. Um, I think it, the first one had to do with like um, how many people don't know the three branches of government or something like ridiculous. Yeah, I saw a, a, a headline. I didn't delve into the article. I think it was on the um, the Verge okay. site, but it had <laughs> it, it, and it had something to do with like how Google searches send conservatives down you know rabbit holes for alternative <laughs> facts. <laughs> just, like I don't need to read that shit. Well, I'm su- surprised the internet's still standing after the Kim Kardashian Donald Trump photo in the White House. Oh, You're the, like the Kim summit. What? I didn't see it, and I'm, I'm really glad, glad I. Didn't She's in the Oval Office, and it's. Not, I thought it was photoshopped when I saw it the this first is, time. This is. What I did see, what I did see though, which was an amazing meme that says, um, "I didn't know she had nuclear weapons." Of course, Kanye <laughs> likes Donalds. Like, they Kim and Donald shared the same ass, and it was the picture of him playing tennis with those short shorts, and it was a picture of her in white shorts. They are identical asses. <laughs> it is fucking unreal. That was an amazing meme. She probably had a nice tan, though. Ro- Ro- um, Roger like a tan, me. tan, not an orange tan. Oh, okay. Like, uh, Roger texts me um, about meeting up this weekend. And he says, I'll bring lunch because I know that you just live off sunshine and memes. <laughs> like, man, am I that transparent? I shouldn't be if I like sunshine, but you know, I'm Scottish. So sunshine and memes. We can always tell when you had a business meeting outside. <laughs> or I had to drive 45 minutes to a business yeah. meeting. Convertible? My, Potentially not the best Scottish decision in cars. jeans and convertibles don't mix very well. <laughs> But I'm too stubborn to change. Had a conversation with uh, <laughs> with Selena some time ago. She was asking me, "Did you see that Mimi?" I was like, "That what?" Mimi. <laughs> now you're back to being number one, motherfucker. <laughs> for those uh, for those who are unaware of what's going on, there will be something that will may- maybe make it onto a website <laughs> that not everybody has access to. <laughs> potentially so yeah yeah that's secret knowledge right there that'd be amazing that was my favorite thing that i've seen joe ever post of all time it was absolutely yeah i was kind of i was kind of shocked and And it's an electric bike for yeah so good it's so good just something you never ever thought would be slaved to a phone was the best bit because ryan from the container the bike shop he's like here put this in your pocket i'm like what the fuck do i want your phone for he goes, it makes the bike work. I don't know what kind of weird fucking voodoo there was, but um, he had it somehow set up. There's like an app on the phone. <laughs> so you choose, control your sprinkle system. Choose your phone. fucking horsepower. <laughs> and that's and then he said, this is what this is what a four-month cycle VPO feels like. And I pushed on the, I had the phone in the pocket, 
you know, because it's, you know, telling the bike what to do. I pushed on the pedal. It took off like a fucking rocket. <laughs> and I just went like, whoa. <laughs> That's all I heard. And, whoa. And then just. And then and after, a gray mullet blowing in the wind. <laughs> and thereafter just like cackling. Like I could not stop fucking Riding it like a broomstick. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking rocket assisted broomstick. I don't know. It was the. And I, I just stayed in the parking lot. I was like, dude, why did you. Normally, if you like take a bike from there out for a test ride, you got to wear a helmet, and there's all kinds of fucking rules. And apparently, when you got to step through with a motor on it and a phone in your pocket, <laughs> you, and, you and, can just let the fucking mullet fly. Yeah, and you just let it loose, express itself. You don't have to contain it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only thing that would be better if you maybe had a cigarette hanging from your mouth. No, the only thing that would have been better would have would have been a set of pit vipers and a goatee that was dyed black like Guy Fieri. <laughs> Welcome to Flavor Town. I was just going to say platinum blonde hair and a dyed goat black. Goat. So, there, dyed, so platinum, dyed white hair and, and dyed, dyed black, black goatee. <laughs> yeah, if, oh, if, man, if you guys dude. are interested, there's That is dude this, hasn't been laid in 12 years. There, probably. Um, <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a fantastic... Um, I, I want to say it's on Reddit, but it's a conspiracy theory going around that's claiming that Guy Fieri and Donald Trump are the same person and that <laughs> there's some memes that go along with this. Some memes. Some memes <laughs> may go along with this and they are fucking great because they just take a picture and then give... Put one of the other yeah, guys' yeah, head yeah, on yeah. It. And yeah. it's fantastic. It's a really good use of time. <laughs> I see Ross going for it, which means... Right now. Hook, I'm line, sure. and sinker. <laughs> just got him. <laughs> Does not make me a bad person. I'll just say that now. Yeah. Well, I'm not judging. I'm, I think it's called fact checking. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I highly recommend Snopes for all <laughs> truthful knowledge. I don't know if that's true. Did you not recognize the sarcasm in my voice? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Excuse sorry. me. Oh, yeah. Snopes, they fucking like. What they happened know with it. that? I, I, I heard no something idea. behind I, it. <laughs> something he got. He got uh, the guy who ran it was extorted by. Oh, something. I think it was... Oh, it wasn't that? It was a hooker thing. And, <laughs> and then he married the hooker or something. There was something. Yeah, so that makes it okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seems In reasonable. 1925. <laughs> 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 okay. Build up a picture of... Yeah. <clears throat> Donald Trump, Fieri. <laughs> Trump Fieri wants to stop Muslims from entering Flavor Town. <laughs> oh, my... It's just too okay, much. We too just much hit whatever that <laughs> meant. I don't know what that was. That was the, the ninety minute. The 90 minute bloop. Yeah, it could have been. I didn't think it's we good. were that close yet, but we did derail off of capability and uh, having opportunity based off of years of onto having the same ass no, as Donald no, Trump. <laughs> let let, let no, me tie I'm, that together. I'm, based on the quality of the meme, years of experience yeah. creating a worthwhile opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to Photoshop that together. Amazing. Yeah, so fair is, that, is that a tenuous enough uh, <laughs> look back I, I don't know i felt it was pretty solid actually okay okay <laughs> because, because as far as i can tell like making a good meme is or excuse me mimi is uh <laughs> is is not simple i mean you just like there's probably even a website for failed memes i don't know i had no idea what the hell john free was talking about and i had to google how to make a meme <laughs> and then i saw apps and i'm like oh, i'm gonna try a couple of apps because they're 
you know, free and that'll improve my life. If I exactly. download them out of my They'll phone. just advertise for you or to you while you're trying to make your meme. Is that allow, allow me to blow your mind. Gift Generator is also a website as well. Oh, yeah. And an, an app where you can have multiple effects over oh, do you any have video, a video of that. Oh dear God. Send it I, over immediately. <laughs> okay. So I don't know whether Joe shot video at that particular event, but I did. <laughs> How did you describe it? I was cackling like a schoolgirl. Yeah. You know, yeah, with the wind blowing up her skirt. I don't know what I said. I but might have been. Did it make not you want to give up on pedaling a bike and just get an electric bicycle? Is this Oh no. Did, oh, you no, want, no, did it make no. you want to give up? On life, <laughs> <laughs> it was you know it was fun. It was but fun in the parking lot. I don't want to be. I, I, I don't want to ever be seen more than like fifty meters from the bike shop on one of those things. Oh, but. Exactly. Are the rules in bike racing like what you just did uh, this morning, Sean, against having an electric bike? Uh, yes, a little bit. But is it written into the rules? Yes. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. Especially yeah. Oh, the no. X-ray oh. bikes now. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, the, well sure. you, yeah, in in on, on a racing level, you know, you, you that's just flat out like you, you know you dope the guy, you then you dope the device, whatever. It's all bullshit. But because um, I could totally do the Cottonwood Canyon race on an electric bike. Oh hell yeah! I and you would drop me spare battery. Mm. Hashtag spare battery. Okay. Yeah. However, <laughs> I do have. <laughs> I was about to say. There's... I have an opinion about electric bikes. Okay. Uh, I have never I, been on one. You have had an opportunity to form one. Well, you know when I rolled up at one of the mountain bike trails in Moab and there's an actual posted sign saying no e-bikes loser. I know there is like, because electric bikes allow people to, um, and, and I'm against this rule personally. And let me explain why, because I think people should be allowed to ride their e-bikes as far into the desert as they want. <laughs> Cause then they have to cycle back. <laughs> Wait a second. Because I'm getting myself a shoulder mounted EMP device. I'm going to go camp out on these fucking trails and I'm just going to like boom, zap their phone and their fucking e-bike motor at the same time and say good fucking luck. Pedal home. Bitches. Lazy. Natural selection. Natural, semi-natural. I mean, well, actually I'm a force of nature, so Well, it's I was going to say, I was yeah, mathematically one, one unnatural product in e-bike and another unnatural product an EMP device they negate each other. So yeah, it's true. I mean, I am carrying batteries for my thing, but I just think it would be so fun if people could like would get on these e-bikes and think about like the great. I'm going to do white rim in a day on my e-bike, and they get like, like <laughs> to the point where it's equal distance forward and backwards, and then have that thing die, and then, and then they do, <laughs> and then we e-bait their e-bikes. There you go. Yeah, e-bike was EMP'd, might still work needs tender loving the care. best part is they probably yeah, dropped weigh, once what are they they're like 40 pounds or something they're, they're heavy up. but i was going up the galibier last year in france two years ago whatever not a small climb not a small climb and i was dropped by an e-bike but before i was dropped i was going up the galibier at 18 miles an hour on eight percent grade and then i blew up okay and almost had to stop that's and dis- cry it's disgusting Ugh. <laughs> uh. Most people I, can't hold 18 miles an hour on a flat, let alone up <laughs> up hill. hill. I believe my friend Martin Atkinson actually said, oh, yeah, Tim, if he comes back from a bike ride and it's less than 18 miles an hour, he describes it as a woeful effort. <laughs> 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 said with the 
requisite English accent. Yeah. You know? Sheffield, <laughs> oh, Yes, very much so then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, effort. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think we're going to solve the e-bike problem. And like walking into the bike shop, and I was just like, man, Ryan, I get it. There's like an economic, you know, incentive to have these things. But fucking put your foot down. Well, I mean, and unfortunately, you know, there's there's no win in that war. Once the genie's out of the bottle and people realize, like, oh, I can do more with, you know, less actual commitment or physical effort or, you know, knowledge or experience. <laughs> but but just think of the feel good. People are going to say, yeah, I'm going to get off the couch. I've, uh, I've taken up bike riding. And they tell their family, they're like, I'm going to buy a bike. You yeah. know? No, see, this is going to be a double whammy on top of this because I imagine that bicycle shop does financing. <laughs> Financial financing. We can just yeah. this yeah. Worthless humans using worthless things. Pay cash. <laughs> shitty food. Pedal your own fucking bike. Yeah. Uh, I mean, depending on what you want to see. Yeah. Well, when I got uh when I got my bike, Christina was confused when I said I would just cycle home. She's like, But we can put it in the back of the car. I'm like, I just bought a bike. <laughs> it, it is a mode of transportation yeah. in it, most of the world. It was yeah. not a pleasant ride, ride home, yeah. but it was just like... But you had a bike. I'm like, yeah. why would I not ride a bike? That's weird. I, my God, I, I'm, oh, I've had this theme of playing devil's advocate yeah. on uh, training camp. An iPad is being passed around and Mark wishes he had his glasses, so... <laughs> It might be far enough he can see that. <laughs> yeah, I already see really long arms. <laughs> so. so we're talking about e-bikes, uh, and a good friend of mine posted something online. Oh. Uh, and I also know someone who went through hip replacement surgery mm-hmm. who has a couple of, I believe, Masters World titles on the track. Uh-huh. And he used an e-assist bike to get going again. Yeah, and he thought it was a fantastic uh, way to tool, to, sure, tool, yeah. yeah, to to regain access to the real world. Exactly, um, and I think in this example, um, someone posted something online, like an elderly person who maybe no longer could ride a bicycle, uh, but still wants to get out there and give it a go. Also, an e-assist bike, so. Uh, I think uh, I'm gonna allow some wiggle room, dude. The, I'm just saying uh, here, and it, I'll and I, I can I'll agree with you, albeit not heatedly. <laughs> at a certain age, you get a free fucking pass. Especially if your handle is hi, uh, hyperborean wolf. <laughs> I, I think that gives you the biggest. <laughs> Joe didn't okay, even see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you, if if you, if that's your handle, you pre- you can do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we could bring some Kevorkian discussion into this. Or <laughs> <laughs> here's the I, we what I see by that is like we have an obsession with um, being able to signify who's cheating and who's not. Like no matter whether it's in sport or outside of sport, we have this obsession with like figuring out somebody's cheating because we think things should be fair like everything should be fair or we think that there are rules well i think that's a misconception so i would agree in the sense that yeah of course they're not cheating but we're also not we're, we also shouldn't identify them as the same thing it is not a ride and it's a you know it's something different it is it's and that's fine you can it's, do whatever and so now so if i say i'm going for you know i'm in the uk because 
spent some time over there recently and I'm like I'm going for a I'm gonna go ride my bike. I'm like, oh you have a motorcycle? I'm like, no, no, the other one. Oh, you mean a push bike. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you got bike, which has a motor, you got push bike, which means you're the motor, and what the fuck is an e bike? I got nothing. E assist. <laughs> I mean I saw that term on that little thing. E assist. Okay, yeah, whatever. Anyway, I'm uh <laughs> I, I got, I got I nothing. I don't just, have the I'm energy like to anybody, fight. <laughs> anybody, yeah. you know, producing a shoulder-mounted EMP device that's relatively portable, <laughs> so I can ride 50 miles out into the desert on my own, and then get back after I, you know, put it to use. Um, feel free to contact me. Does that, does at that uh, JoeHolmes.guru? <laughs> does that apply to Tesla drivers as well? <laughs> Ooh. They're uh, cheating by, too because do, they're do, not do, using do, fossil fuels and killing the environment. So it depends on how far into the desert they get. <laughs> <laughs> I see one. I mean, I just might want to decide. Like, I wonder if this thing works on cars. You're like, if I'm in Joshua Tree, it's fair game. <laughs> There's too many humans. Like, we need some selection process. I don't care. They how just it made happens. a movie about this, and the bad guy's name was Thanos. And it was just like, if whoever dies from this dies. It's okay. I mean, like, I'd, put my, I'd put myself back into the food chain for the greater good. Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I talk about like natural zero population growth is the greater good. Yeah. I talk about it as like a, a natural earth enema. That sounds really painful. <laughs> I don't. Not for wow. the earth. I think <laughs> like coffee and all that, but earth I, up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that required shooting earth up in there would require a fair amount of pressure. You might not be able to like regulate how far up it got. <laughs> I mean, you bikers talk about contact points. Maybe yeah. I just don't understand what that means. So. <laughs> We're in the colon. <laughs> or your satellite. Yeah, yeah. The tsunami is 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 the anima. So what? the old testament had it right. Like Noah. <laughs> no, it got it wrong. It let too many survive. <laughs> oh man. Um to that Okay, uh, where did we go? I was just about to say, that feels like a natural conclusion (laughs) to me, or an unnatural conclusion, you know, administered by people with, you know, strong religious beliefs, but. (laughs) Yeah, it was only 6,000 years ago or whatever. Was that all? I don't even know. No, man, it didn't happen. (laughs) You're the one studying math. (laughs) Wait, I thought they wrote a story about it. That means it happened. One family survives, so we're all byproduct of inbreeding, which is the first problem. Okay, that Actually, actually, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look around America and (laughs) tell me that's not a I'm just thinking right now, suddenly the world makes a lot of sense, Michael. I had no... (laughs) Thank you for providing context. (laughs) (laughs) Now we know why we need those (laughs) e-bikes. The, uh, math, it just doesn't add up, you know, the math. You, just you make it easier, make it easier, make it easier. One natural disaster, everybody dies. Because How many they, were ta- Because family? they were taking it too easy. Well, Noah was like a thousand years old, according, allegedly. No, that was Methuselah. Methuselah <laughs> was 900 and something. No, Noah was a thousand. Wait, let me ask. I, got, I know right? someone who played him in the movie I can call. <laughs> With the rock or monsters, email. which was also a yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, he's probably up How there. Many hey, dude, was that real? Yeah, I, I mean, mean I saw look- it on the movie screen, and everything that you know you s- see on the, in the theaters is real, right? I mean, like that dude with the suit that he puts on and becomes more capable than a human being. Yeah, 
Uh, it was divinely inspired. Well, that's why genocide. I wear the, sh- the sh- shirt. Oh, you fully become more capable with that Absolutely. shirt, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yet yeah. to find out what the in- where the enhanced capability lies, but just feel it. You just feel yeah. some kind of power and just yet to just, express it in yeah. the appropriate avenue. Yeah. yeah. I'd say that shirt, those trousers, strong sock game, <laughs> e-bike. Beat, I've gone full Euro. You've gone full Euro I'm, and you'll beat Joe Holmes up the canyon. <laughs> I'm basically Dutch. <laughs> basically what, I'm basically Dutch at this point. And on that admission. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. We all coming. come from somewhere and uh, have a good afternoon. Thanks. Cheers.